Hi everyone, this is Scott Lutz and welcome to another Bible Ring of the Day. Today we are in Isaiah 2, 1-22. And then we're going to go for your ESV reading, we're going to go to Exodus 12, 1-51. Let's go and then... Um, and then we're going to go to Luke 18, 1-43. So let's go ahead and read your scripture. The mountain of the Lord. This is what Isaiah, son of Amos, saw concerning Judah and Jerusalem. In the, in, the day, in the last days, the mountain of the Lord's temple will be established. A chief among the mountains, I, it will be raised above the hills, and all nations will stream to it. Many people will come and say, Come, let us go up to the mountain of the Lord, to the house of the God of Jacob. He will teach us his ways, so that we may walk in his paths. The law will go out from Zion, the word of the Lord from Jerusalem. He will judge between the nations and will settle disputes for many peoples. They will beat their swords into the plowshares and their spears into running hooks. Nation will not take up sword against nation, nor will they train for war anymore. Come, O house of Jacob, let us walk in the light of the Lord, the day of the Lord. You have abandoned your people, the house of Jacob. They are full of superstitions from the east. They practice divination like the Philistines and clasp hands with pagans. Their land is full of silver and gold. There is no end to their treasures. Their land is full of horses. There is no end to their chariots. Their land is full of idols. They bow down to the work of their hands, to their with their to what their fingers have made. So men will be brought low, and mankind humbled. Do not do not forgive them. Go into the rocks, hide in the ground from dread of the from the dread of the Lord and the splendor of His Majesty. The eyes of the arrogant man will be humbled, and the pride of men brought low. The Lord alone will be exalted in that day. The Lord Almighty has a day in store for all the proud and lofty, for all that is exalted, and they will be humbled. For all the cedars of Lebanon. Tall and lofty, and all the oaks of Bashan, for all the towering mountains and all the high hills, for every lofty tower and every fortified wall, for every training ship and every stately vessel, the arrogant of man will be brought low, and the pride of man, men humbled. The Lord alone will be exalted in, the, in that day, and the idols will totally disappear." Men will flee to caves in the rocks and to holes in the ground from dread of the Lord and splendor of his majesty. When he rises to shake the ground, the earth, in that day men will throw away to the rodents and bats their idols of silver and idols of gold, which they made to worship. They will flee to caverns and rocks and overhanging crags. From dread of this Lord and the splendor of his majesty, when he rises to shake the earth, stop trusting in man who has but a breath in his nostrils, or of what account is he? Let's go ahead and head to your ESV readings. 
Hi everyone, this is Scott Lutz and welcome to another Bible Ring of the Day. Today we are in Isaiah 2, 1-22. And then we're going to go for your ESV reading, we're going to go to Exodus 12, 1-51. Let's go and then... Um, and then we're going to go to Luke 18, 1-43. So let's go ahead and read your scripture. The mountain of the Lord. This is what Isaiah, son of Amos, saw concerning Judah and Jerusalem. In the, in, the day, in the last days, the mountain of the Lord's temple will be established. A chief among the mountains, I, it will be raised above the hills, and all nations will stream to it. Many people will come and say, Come, let us go up to the mountain of the Lord, to the house of the God of Jacob. He will teach us his ways, so that we may walk in his paths. The law will go out from Zion, the word of the Lord from Jerusalem. He will judge between the nations and will settle disputes for many peoples. They will beat their swords into the plowshares and their spears into running hooks. Nation will not take up sword against nation, nor will they train for war anymore. Come, O house of Jacob, let us walk in the light of the Lord, the day of the Lord. You have abandoned your people, the house of Jacob. They are full of superstitions from the east. They practice divination like the Philistines and clasp hands with pagans. Their land is full of silver and gold. There is no end to their treasures. Their land is full of horses. There is no end to their chariots. Their land is full of idols. They bow down to the work of their hands, to their with their to what their fingers have made. So men will be brought low, and mankind humbled. Do not do not forgive them. Go into the rocks, hide in the ground from dread of the from the dread of the Lord and the splendor of His Majesty. The eyes of the arrogant man will be humbled, and the pride of men will be brought low. The Lord alone will be exalted in that day. The Lord Almighty has a day in store for all the proud and lofty, for all that is exalted, and they will be humbled. For all the cedars of Lebanon. Tall and lofty, and all the oaks of Bashan, for all the towering mountains and all the high hills, for every lofty tower and every fortified wall, for every trading ship and every stately vessel, the arrogant of man will be brought low, and the pride of man, men humbled. The Lord alone will be exalted in, the, in that day, and the idols will totally disappear." Men will flee to caves in the rocks and to holes in the ground from dread of the Lord and splendor of his majesty. When he rises to shake the ground, the earth, in that day men will throw away to the rodents and bats their idols of silver and idols of gold, which they made to worship. They will flee to caverns and rocks and overhanging crags. From dread of this Lord and the splendor of his majesty, when he rises to shake the earth, stop trusting in man who has but a breath in his nostrils, or of what account is he? Let's go ahead and head to your ESV readings.
Okay, now we're in your ESV Bible reading. Today we are in Exodus chapter 12, uh, verses 1 through 51. Let's go ahead and read the scripture. The Passover. The Lord said to Moses and Aaron in the land of Egypt, This month shall be for you the beginning of months. It shall be the first month of the, fr of the year for you. Tell all con congregation of Israel that on the tenth day of this month, every man shall take a lamb according to their father's house, a lamb for a household. And if the household is so too small for a lamb, then he and his nearest neighbors shall take according to the number of persons, according to what each can eat, you shall make your account for, for the lamb. Your lamb shall be without blemish, a male of a year old. You may take it from the sheep or from the goats, and you shall keep it until the fourteenth day of, the, of this month. Then the whole assembly of the congregation of Israel shall kill their lambs at twilight. Then they shall take some of the blood and put it on the doorposts of the lintel of the houses in which they eat it. They shall eat the flesh that night, roasted on the fire, with unleavened bread and bitter herbs. They shall eat it. Do not eat any of it raw or boiled in, in water, but roasted in head, its head with its legs. Just give me a second, try to turn the page here. There we go. And its inner parts, and you shall let none of it remain until the morning. Anything that remains until the morning shall you shall burn. In this manner you shall eat it, with your belt fastened, your sandals on your feet, and your staff on your hand. You shall eat it in haste. It is the Lord's Passover. For I will pass through the land of Egypt that night, and I will strike all the firstborn in the land of Egypt, both man and, and beast, and all, all the gods of Egypt. I will execute judgments. I, I am the Lord. The blood shall be a sign for you on the houses where you are. And when I see the blood, I will pass over you, and not pat plague, and no plague will befall you to destroy you. When I strike the land of Egypt, the, this day shall be for you a mem memorial day, and you shall keep it as a feast to the Lord through your generations as a statute forever. You shall keep it at, as a feast. Seven days you shall eat, eat unleavened bread. On the first day you shall remove leaven out of your houses, for if anyone eats what is leaven for the first day until the seventh day, the first, the, that person shall be cut off from Israel. On the first day you shall, shall, shall hold a holy assembly, and on the seventh day a holy assembly. No work shall be done on those days, but what everyone needs to eat, that alone may be prepared for you. And you shall observe the, the feast of unleavened bread, for on this very day I brought you at your host out of the land of Egypt, therefore you shall observe this day throughout your generations as a statute forever. In the first month, for the fourteenth day of the of the month, 
at evening. You shall eat unleavened bread until the twenty-first day of the month at every at evening. For seven days, no leaven is to be found in your houses. If anyone eats what is leavened, the first the that person will be cut off from the congregation of Israel. Whether he is a sojourner or native or of the land, you shall eat nothing leavened in all your dwelling places. You shall eat unleavened bread. Then Moses called all the elders of Israel and said to them, Go and select lambs for yourselves according to your clans, and kill the Passover lamb. Take a bunch of hyssop and dip it in the blood that is in the basin, and touch the lintel of the two doorposts, with the blood that is in in the basin, none of you shall go out of the door of his house until his the morning, for the Lord will pass through the through to strike the Egyptians. And when he seeks the blood, sees the blood, the blood on the lintel and on the doorposts, the Lord will pass over the door and will not allow the destroyer to enter your houses to strike you. You shall observe this right as a statute for you and your sons forever. And when you come to the land that the Lord will give you, as he has promised, you shall keep this service. And when your children say to you, What do you mean by this service? You shall say, It is the sacrifice of the Lord's Passover, for he passed over the houses of the people of Israel in Egypt, when he struck the Egyptians, but spared our houses, and the people bowed their heads and worshipped. Excuse me. Then the people of Israel went and did so, and as the Lord had commanded Moses and Aaron, so they did. The tenth plague, death of the firstborn. At midnight the Lord struck down all the firstborn of in the land of Egypt, from the firstborn of Pharaoh, who sat on his throne, to the firstborn of the captive who was in the dungeon, and all the firstborn of the livestock. And Pharaoh rose up in the night. He said, He and all the servants of and all the Egyptians, and there was a great cry in Egypt, for there was none, not a house where someone was not dead. Then he summoned Moses and Aaron by night and said, Up go, and from among my people, both you and the people of Israel, and go, serve the Lord as you have said. Take your flocks and your herds and as you have said, and be gone, and bless me also. Exodus. The Exodus. The Egyptians were urgent with the people to send them out of the land in haste, for they said, We shall all be dead. So this... So the people took their dough before it was leavened, their kneading bowls being bound up in their cloaks on their shoulders. The people of Israel had also done to, Mo- to Mo- as Moses told them, for they had asked the Egyptians for silver and gold jewelry and for nothing and for clothing. And the Lord had given the people favor in the sight of the Egyptians, so that they they let them have what they asked. Thus they plundered the Egyptians, and the people of Israel so journeyed, and the people of Israel journeyed from Ramses to Succoth, about 600,000 men on foot, besides women and children. A mixed multitude also went up with them, and very much livestock, both flocks and herds, and they baked unleavened cakes of, 
of the dough that they had brought out of Egypt, for it was not leavened, because they were thrust out of Egypt and could not wait, nor had they prepared any provisions for themselves. The time that the people of Israel lived in Egypt was 430 years. At, at the end of the 430 years, on that very day, all the hosts of the Lord went out from the land of Egypt. It was a night of watching by the Lord to bring them out of the land of Egypt. So that same night is a night of watching kept to the Lord by all the people of Israel throughout their generations. Institution of the Passover. And the Lord said to Moses and Aaron, This is the statute of the Passover. No foreigner, no foreigner shall eat of it, but every slave that is brought that is bought by money may eat it of it after you have circumcised him. No foreigner or hard worker may eat of it. It shall be eaten in, in one house. You shall not take any of the flesh outside the house, and you shall not break any of its bones. All the congregation of Israel shall keep it. If a stranger shall sojourn within you and keep, and we keep the Passover to the Lord, let all his males be circumcised, then he may come near and keep it. He shall be as a native of the land, but no uncircumcised person shall eat of it. There shall be one law for the native and for the stranger who sojourns among you. All the people of Israel did just as the Lord commanded Moses and Aaron. And on that very day, the Lord brought the people of Israel out of the land of Egypt by their hosts. Let's go ahead and head to your New Testament reading. Okay, now we're in your ESV Bible reading. Today we are in Exodus chapter 12, uh, verses 1 through 51. Let's go ahead and read the scripture. The Passover. The Lord said to Moses and Aaron in the land of Egypt, This month shall be for you the beginning of months. It shall be the first month of the, of the year for you. Tell all con congregation of Israel that on the tenth day of this month, every man shall take a lamb according to their father's house, a lamb for a household. And if the household is so, too small for a lamb, then he and his nearest neighbors shall take according to the number of persons, according to what each can eat, you shall make your account for, for the lamb. Your lamb shall be without blemish, a male of a year old. You may take it from the sheep or from the goats, and you shall keep it until the fourteenth day of, the, of this month. Then the whole assembly of the congregation of Israel shall kill their lambs at twilight. Then they shall take some of the blood and put it on the doorposts of the lintel of the houses in which they eat it. They shall eat the flesh that night, roasted on the fire, with unleavened bread and bitter herbs. They shall eat it. Do not eat any of it raw or boiled in, in water, but roasted in head, its head with its legs. Just give me a second, try to turn the page here. Give me one sec. There we go. And its inner parts. And you shall let none of it remain until the morning. Anything that remains until the morning shall 
you shall burn. In this manner you shall eat it, with your belt fastened, your sandals on your feet, and your staff on your hand. You shall eat it in haste. It is the Lord's Passover. For I will pass through the land of Egypt that night, and I will strike all the firstborn in the land of Egypt, both man and beast, and all all the gods of Egypt. I will execute judgments. I, I am the Lord. The blood shall be a sign for you on the houses where you are. And when I see the blood, I will pass over you, and not pat plague, and no plague will befall you to destroy you. When I strike the land of Egypt, the, this day shall be for you a mem- memorial day, and you shall keep it as a feast to the Lord through your generations as a statute forever. You shall keep it at, as a feast. Seven days you shall eat, eat unleavened bread. On the first day you shall remove leaven out of your houses, for if anyone eats what is leaven for the first day until the seventh day, the first, the, that person shall be cut off from Israel. On the first day you shall, shall, shall hold a holy assembly, and on the seventh day a holy assembly. No work shall be done on those days, but what everyone needs to eat, that alone may be prepared for you. And you shall observe the, the feast of unleavened bread, for on this very day I brought you at your host out of the land of Egypt, therefore you shall observe this day throughout your generations as a statute forever. In the first month, for the fourteenth day of the of the month at evening, you shall eat unleavened bread until the twenty-first day of the month at every at evening. For seven days, no leaven is to be found in your houses. If anyone eats what is leavened, the first the, that person will be cut off from the congregation of Israel, whether he is a sojourner or native or of the land. You shall eat nothing leaven in all your dwelling places. You shall eat unleavened bread. Then Moses called all the elders of Israel and said to them, Go and select lambs for the, yourselves according to your clans, and kill the Passover lamb. Take a bunch of hyssop and dip it in the blood that is in the basin and touch the lintel of the two doorposts with the blood that is in in the basin. None of you shall go out of the door of his house until his the morning. For the Lord will pass through the through to strike the Egyptians, and when he seeks the blood, sees the blood, the blood on the lintel and on the doorposts, the Lord will pass over the door and will not allow the destroyer to enter your houses to strike you. You shall observe this right as a statute for you and your sons forever. And when you come to the land that the Lord will give you, as he has promised, you shall keep this service. And when your children say to you, What do you mean by this service? You shall say, It is the sacrifice of the Lord's Passover, for he passed over the houses of the people of Israel in Egypt. When he struck the Egyptians, but spared our houses, and the people bowed their heads and worshipped. Excuse me. 
Then the people of Israel went and did so, and as the Lord had commanded Moses and Aaron, so they did. The tenth plague, death of the firstborn. At midnight the Lord struck down all the firstborn of, in the land of Egypt, from the firstborn of Pharaoh, who sat on his throne, to the firstborn of the captive who was in the dungeon, and all the firstborn of the livestock. And Pharaoh rose up in the night. He said, he and all the servants of all, and all the Egyptians, and there was a great cry in Egypt, for there was none, not a house where someone was not dead. Then he summoned Moses and Aaron by night and said, Up go, and from among my people, both you and the people of Israel, and go, serve the Lord as you have said. Take your flocks and your herds, and as you have said, and be gone, and bless me also. Exodus. The Exodus. The Egyptians were urgent with the people to send them out of the land in haste, for they said, We shall all be dead. So this... So the people took their dough before it was leavened, their kneading bowls being bound up in their cloaks on their shoulders. The people of Israel had also done to, Mo to Mo as Moses told them, for they had asked the Egyptians for silver and gold jewelry and for nothing and for clothing. And the Lord had given the people favor in the sight of the Egyptians, so that they they let them have. What they asked, thus they plundered the Egyptians, and the people of Israel so journeyed, and the people of Israel journeyed from Ramses to Succoth, about six hundred thousand men on foot, besides women and children. A mixed multitude also went up with them, and very much livestock, both flocks and herds, and they baked unleavened cakes of of the dough that they had brought. Out of Egypt, for it was not leavened, because they were thrust out of Egypt and could not wait, nor had they prepared any provisions for themselves. The time that the people of Israel lived in Egypt was 430 years. At, at the end of the 430 years, on that very day, all the hosts of the Lord went out from the land of Egypt. It was a night of watching by the Lord to bring them out of the land of Egypt. So that same night is a night of watching kept to Lord by all the people of Israel throughout their generations. Institution of the Passover. And the Lord said to Moses and Aaron, this is the statute of the Passover. No foreigner, no foreigner shall eat of it, but every slave that is brought that is bought by money may eat it of it after you have circumcised him. No foreigner or hard worker may eat of it. It shall be eaten in, in one house. You shall not take any of the flesh outside the house, and you shall not break any of its bones. All the congregation of Israel shall keep it. If it, a stranger shall sojourn within you and keep, and we keep the Passover to the Lord, let all his males be circumcised. Then he may come near and keep it. He shall be as a native of the land, but no uncircumcised person shall eat of it. There shall be one law for the native and for the stranger who sojourns among you. All the people of Israel did just as the Lord commanded Moses and Aaron. And on that very day, the Lord brought the people of Israel out of the land of Egypt by their hosts. Let's go ahead and head to your New Testament reading.
everyone. Um, now we are in Luke 18, 1 through 43. Let's go ahead and read the scripture. The parable of the persistent widow. And he told them a parable to to the effect that he that they ought always to pray and not lose heart. He said, In a certain city there was a judge who neither feared God nor respected man. And there was a widow in the in that city who kept coming in coming to him and saying, Give me justice against my adversary for a while he refused, but afterwards he said to himself, Though I neither fear God nor respect man, yet because this widow keeps bothering me, I will give her justice so that she will not beat me down by her continued to continual coming. And Lord said, Hear what the right unrighteous judge says, and will not God give justice to his elect who cry to him day and night? Will he delay long over them? I tell you, he will He will give justice to them speedily. Nevertheless, when the Son of Man comes, will he find faith on earth? The Pharisee and the Tax Collector He also told this parable to some who trusted in, the, in themselves that they were righteous and treated others with contempt to men Two men went up into the temple to pray, one a Pharisee and the other a tax collector. The Pharisee, standing by himself, prayed thus, God, I thank you that I am not like other men, extortion, extortioners, unjust adulterers, or even like the tax collector. I fast twice a week. I give tithes of all that I get. But the tax collector, standing far off, would not even lift up his eyes to heaven, but beat his breast, saying, God, be merciful to me, a sinner. I tell you, this man went down to his house justified rather than the other, for anyone who exalts himself will be humbled, but the one who who humbles himself will be exalted. Let the children come to me. Now they were bringing even infants to him, that he might touch them, and when the disciples saw it, they rebuked them. But Jesus called them to him, saying, Let the children come to me, and do not hinder them, for to such belongs the kingdom of God. Truly I say to you, whoever does not receive the kingdom of God like a child shall not enter it. The rich ruler. And a, ru- and a ruler asked him, Good teacher, what must I do to inherit eternal life? And Jesus said to him, Why do you call me good? No one is good except God alone. You know the commandments. Do not commit adultery. Do not murder. Do not steal. Do not bear false witness. Honor your father and mother. And he said, All these I have kept from my youth. When Jesus heard this, he said to him, One thing you you still lack. Sell all that you have and distribute to the poor, and you will have treasure in heaven. And come, follow me. But when he heard these things... He became very sad, for he was extremely rich. Jesus, seeing that he had become sad, said, How difficult it is for those who have wealth to enter the kingdom of God, for it is easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for a rich person to enter the kingdom of God. Those who heard it said, Then who can be saved? But he said, What is impossible, what? 
with man is possible for God. And Peter said, See, we have left every have left our homes and followed you. And he said to them, Truly, truly, truly I say to you, there is no one who has left house or wife or brothers and or parents or children for the sake of the kingdom of God who will not receive many times more in this time and in the age to come eternal life. Jesus foretells his death a third time. And taking the twelve, he said to them, See, we are going up to the twelve, and everything that is written about the Son of Man may be by the prophets will be accomplished. For he will be delivered over the Gentiles and will be mocked and shamefully treated and spit upon. After they flog to them, they will kill them. They will kill him. And on the third day he will rise. But they understood none of these things. This saying was hidden from them. And they did not grasp what was said. Jesus heals a blind beggar. As he drew near to Jericho, a blind man was sitting by the roadside begging. And hearing a crowd going by, he inquired that this meant they told him, Jesus of Nazareth is passing by. And he cried out, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. And those who were in front rebuked him, telling him to be silent. But he cried out all the more, son of David, have mercy on me. And Jesus stopped and commanded him to be brought to him. And when he came near, he he asked him, what do you want me to do for you? He said, Lord, let me recover my sight. And Jesus said to him, Recover your sight, your faith has made you well. And immediately he recovered his sight and followed him, glorifying God and all the people, when they saw it, gave praise to God. Let's go ahead and close in prayer. Father in heaven, I just praise you. I thank you for everything you've done. I ask, Lord, that you watch over us, keep us safe from the enemy, and just be with us, Lord God. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you. Have a good day. Hi, everyone. Um, now we are in Luke 18, 1-43. Let's go ahead and read the scripture. The parable of the persistent widow. And he told them a parable to to the effect that he that they ought always to pray and not lose heart. He said, In a certain city there was a judge who neither feared God nor respected man. And there was a widow in the in that city who kept coming in coming to him and saying, Give me justice against my adversary. For a while he refused, but afterward he said to himself, Though I neither fear God nor respect man, yet because this widow keeps bothering me, I will give her justice so that she will not beat me down by her continued to continual coming. And Lord said, Hear what the right unrighteous judge says. And will not God give justice to his elect who cry to him day and night? Will he delay long over them? I tell you, he will He will give justice to them speedily. Nevertheless, when the Son of Man comes, will he find faith on earth? The Pharisee and the Tax Collector he also told this parable to some who trusted in the, in themselves that they were righteous and treated others with contempt. Two men two men went up into the temple to pray, one a Pharisee and the other a tax collector. The Pharisee, standing by himself, prayed thus, 
God, I thank you that I am not like other men, extortion, extortioners, unjust adulterers, or even like the tax collector. I fast twice a week. I give tithes of all that I get. But the tax collector, standing far off, would not even lift up his eyes to heaven, but beat his breast, saying, God be merciful to me, a sinner. I tell you, this man went down to his house justified rather than the other, for anyone who exalts himself will be humbled, but the one who who humbles himself will be exalted. Let the children come to me. Now they were bringing even infants to him, that he might touch them, and when the disciples saw it, they rebuked them. But Jesus called them to him, saying, Let the children come to me, and do not hinder them, for to such belongs the kingdom of God. Truly I say to you, whoever does not receive the kingdom of God like a child shall not enter it. The rich ruler. And a, ru- and a ruler asked him, Good teacher, what must I do to inherit eternal life? And Jesus said to him, Why do you call me good? No one is good except God alone. You know the commandments. Do not commit adultery. Do not murder. Do not steal. Do not bear false witness. Honor your father and mother. And he said, All these I have kept from my youth. When Jesus heard this, he said to him, One thing you must, you still lack. Sell all that you have and distribute to the poor, and you will have treasure in heaven. And come, follow me. But when he heard these things... He became very sad, for he was extremely rich. Jesus, seeing that he had become sad, said, How difficult it is for those who have wealth to enter the kingdom of God, for it is easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for a rich person to enter the kingdom of God. Those who heard it said, Then who can be saved? But he said, What is impossible what with man is possible for God. And Peter said, See, we have left every have left our homes and followed you. And he said to them, Truly, truly, truly I say to you, there is no one who has left house or wife or brothers and or parents or children for the sake of the kingdom of God who will not receive many times more in this time and in the age to come eternal life. Jesus for foretells his death a third time. And taking the twelve, he said to them, See, we are going up to the twelve, and everything that is written about the Son of Man may be by the prophets will be accomplished. For he will be delivered over the Gentiles and will be mocked and shamefully treated and spit upon. After they flogged them, they will kill them. They will kill him. And on the third day he will rise. But they understood none of these things. This saying was hidden from them, and they did not grasp what was said. Jesus heals a blind beggar. As he drew near to Jericho, a blind man was sitting by the roadside begging. And hearing a crowd going by, he inquired that this meant they told him, Jesus of Nazareth is passing by. And he cried out, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. And those who were in front rebuked him, telling him to be silent. But he cried out all the more, Son of David, have mercy on me. And Jesus stopped and commanded him to be brought to him. And when he came near, 
He, he asked him, what do you want me to do for you? He said, Lord, let me recover my sight. And Jesus said to him, recover your sight. Your faith has made you well. And immediately he recovered his sight and followed him, glorifying God and all the people when they saw it, gave praise to God. Let's go ahead and close in prayer. Father in heaven, I just praise you. I thank you for everything you've done. I ask, Lord, that you watch over us, keep us safe from the enemy, and just be with us, Lord God. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you. Have a good day.